0: Welcome to the Relationship Recovery Podcast, hosted by Jessica Knight, a certified life coach who specializes in narcissistic and emotional abuse. This podcast is intended to help you identify manipulative and abusive behavior, set boundaries with yourself and others, and heal the relationship with yourself so you can learn to love in a healthy way. Hello and Thank you as always for being here. I recently received an email from someone saying that the episode that I did, which was my third or fourth episode ever on trauma bonding and how we can heal, helped them get out of an abusive relationship for seven years that they've been in for seven years. And I tend to get a lot of emails about that particular podcast. It's my most downloaded podcast. and like nothing is more validating than that than knowing that a word, something that I said in a podcast or a way that I framed something helped because I think that when I was healing, something that really helped me was I would keep listening to the same message a hundred times, I'd read about it. you know, I had a PhD in narcissistic abuse and I just realized that I just maybe need to hear it like, A 1,001 times, or maybe somebody said something in a way that was different. And that's why I do this podcast. That's why I care about these topics. And so that episode is linked in the show notes below. And I also wanted to take a step back and talk more about trauma bonding and what is it, why we do it and recognizing the signs. Because if you are new here, you may not have listened to that episode because it was one of the first ones I ever did. It's the fourth one. So you might not actually know exactly what trauma bonding is, and this might be an introduction to that. And so let's start there. What is trauma bonding? Trauma bonding occurs when there is a repeated cycle of abuse paired with intermittent positive reinforcement. It can happen in romantic relationships, which is what we talk about here, but it also can occur between colleagues, non-romantic family members, friends, etc. The narcissist or the abusive person, and if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you are being abused. The narcissist will condition someone into believing that toxic behaviors are normal. I say this a lot, that when we are in an abusive relationship, The abnormal starts to feel normal because that is what we are used to and we are conditioned and gaslit into believing. And as the bond between you two deepens, the person who is being abused will feel more and more like they need validation from the abuser, giving the abuser more power, which then leads to further manipulation and that bond to grow. And so, to give you an example of this, it's Typically when somebody is always like so hypercritical of you, everything you do is wrong. You made the bed wrong and then you didn't respond to my text the way I wanted to. You said, okay, in the way that I don't like when you say, okay, you didn't write, okay, a Y you wrote, okay. And that means you're mad at me. You make too many plans. You don't make enough plans. You didn't ask me for permission before you did that thing and you spent too much money of your own on this, but you look really beautiful today, and I'd really like to go out with you and show you a really nice night. You deserve to be wine and dine. Now, all those things don't happen. Actually, they could all happen in a day, but you know, sometimes they're sprinkled over a week. We are when we're in a, an abusive relationship, we're within the cycle of abuse, so. It's a deeper topic. I do have a podcast on that. I will link it in the show notes as well. But when we are in that cycle, we become conditioned to reconciliation. So we become conditioned to want that time when we can finally take a deep breath. When we are in a trauma bond, what we're doing is like we are holding on for those moments where like this person shows up for us and makes us feel so amazing. And they are validating us and they're so loving. And like, it's almost as if they like put the mask on from the first week of the relationship, but they're, but that's not the, that's not the reality, right? But that's what we start to be starved for. In that episode that I mentioned, trauma bonding and how we can heal. I tell a story about a mouse that if they're fed food every day and they keep going every day, when they don't get that, They're going to continue to go for it regardless. And they're going to search for it. And they might get really mad and angry when it's not there and they'll be starving. But then one day, randomly, there might be a piece of food and it still feels as good as if you always had it. And that's what an abuser does with love. It's like at the beginning, you are the most amazing human being that they have ever met and you are perfect and they're going to marry you. And they've already picked out your engagement ring and they're moving in with you. And then That's the version of love that you start to get used to. And by the end, it's a crumb. And that crumb feels like what we had at the beginning when we were love-bombed. The hard part about being trauma-bonded is that it can take so long to even realize that you're in that kind of toxic relationship. Because like I said, abnormal behaviors, toxic behaviors start to feel normal. So that's why it's important to start to understand what some of the signs are, which we'll get to a little bit later. And so why do we get trauma bonded? It's because of the positive reinforcement at the hands of the narcissist or the abuser. A manipulative person, a toxic person will alternate abuse with positive experiences that lead to the development of that trauma bond. And so over time, the trauma bonding strengthens, making it feel even more difficult for somebody to recognize clear signs of emotional or physical abuse. They might even be told from a friend, a trusted friend that it's abuse and they won't see it. And the abuser will reinforce certain behaviors, basically training someone to continue to love them and love them in the way that they want to be loved and submit in a lot of ways. And often somebody is fully aware that they're with somebody that's abusing them, But they are so conditioned to forgiving them and writing things off that it feels impossible to leave. They feel so stuck. They feel crazy. When people come to me, they feel crazy. And I know what that feels like because I was there too. We tend to see these people as perfect or on a pedestal, or I don't want to say above us in a way, but actually, yeah, above us, that they're smarter. I worked with people. I mean, this was even my own story. It's like I was life. I was like, I had been a life coach for seven years when I got into the relationship with my ex and I definitely felt like he had more relational knowledge than me when I was his first serious relationship and I had been married and divorced and also had previous relationships. Like we forget when we're trauma bonded that the abuser will often have their own mental health issues, that they are not the expert on anything, really. And then we kind of start protecting them and, you know, defending them. The abused person, the victim, the survivor tends to defend them a lot. So that just reinforces that behavior of defending the narcissist and therefore defending the relationship. There are a few other signs that I'd like to touch on that are actually, they come up in my relationship recovery course. The main one that I want to say is that you know you need to leave, but you just can't. You have a deep rooted feeling of, I know I need to leave and I know that he's mean, but if he would just stop yelling and listening to me, if I could get him to understand that it's abusive, things could be better. That's definitely a sign of a trauma bond. You could be aware that your personality is changing. You might be suspicious, playing detective. You might feel self-doubt, but you still can't leave. You might feel enslaved to this person. You might feel like you need this person to survive, but you don't understand why, but you can't leave. You know this relationship is pathological. It's sick. And you might even realize there's a pattern of idealization and devaluation and discard that just keeps repeating itself, but you can't leave. You are aware that your life and your future feels in jeopardy if you don't get out of this relationship, but you stay. You know that you know better. You know that you deserve better, but you can't leave. And although I want you to get out, I do also want you to know That trauma bond is an attachment. It's created by a cycle of intermittent abuse with positive reinforcement, like I said before. And it is incredibly hard to leave because over time we start to see abuse and love as the same. So a lot of people will say, well, what does healthy look like? What is healthy bonding, trauma bonding? A healthy bond is when two people Establish a relationship based on shared feelings, interests, and experiences. The bond is characterized by more emotions like affection and trust. And two people can spend time together, may form a bond out of the fact that they share space, identity, common interests. So this bond can be with anybody, but it could be healthy and it's fluid. Trauma bonding happens in relationships where there's unbalanced power, where one person takes advantage of the imbalance and the other thinks, feels, and believes that the imbalance is actually what is keeping them together. And so how do we recover? Recovering from a trauma bond is extremely difficult. And I'm going to give you three tools that you can use and think about to begin to recover, but just know that there are a lot more And I will cover them in a future episode. The first one is getting right with reality. This is the first step in my relationship recovery course, which is available on my website. But it's to be committed to living in reality at all costs. Make commitment to yourself that you are no longer going to think what they think as just to simmer down any arguments. We don't want you to argue. We don't want you to be getting into fights with these people. But you need to just for you for you, you're committed to your truth, whether that's journaling, whether that is taking like a like an itinerary almost of like what has happened in the day, but be like if you had an argument, writing down the things that you said and the things that were said and how you perceive it, getting really clear on your reality. You also need to Begin to build your life. If you are not taking care of yourself, we need to start small. It doesn't matter how small it is, even if it's getting your nails done weekly. If it's beginning to think about if you want to return to school, if it is turning off your phone when you're at work, if it's working with a coach, I have a lot of people that work with me and their partner has no idea. You have to start making choices that are right for you and that meet you where you are. And you really need to begin to grieve because this is going to be a very long process. Breaking a traumatic bond is so difficult. It is going to be one of the hardest things you have ever had to do, but it is going to be very worth it because on the other side of that is a life that is just meant for you. And so begin to grieve the part of the relationship that's no longer here, which is likely the love bombing that you experience at the beginning of the relationship. That is usually what we hold ourselves to and we don't stay in the reality. That's why that is so important. And educate yourself. Continue to educate yourself and get used to these terms and get used to how they sound and what they say. It goes a really long way. I hope that this was helpful. Like I said, I am going to link the other episode in the show notes, I will also do another episode on recovering from a trauma bond and ways that you can begin to heal. So look out for that as well. You can find me at Emotional Abuse Coach on Instagram and on TikTok. You can find me at emotionalabusecoach.com. And my email is Jessica JessicaNightCoaching.com. And I purposely use that one just in case somebody has an eye on your emails. Remember, You are not alone, you are not alone. I promise you, you are not alone. And there are people that understand how painful this is.